Hello, folks. Welcome to the Solar Fit Renewable Energy Show. Bill Gallagher, my sidekick. Gloria Edson. We're back with you today. Another beautiful day in uh, Florida. Okay, first start with the weather report. Gloria, what's, what's it look like out there? Well, it's been quite a beautiful day. A bit overcast, but uh, it, it started out a little chilly and it ended up nice and warm. I think it ended up about 75 degrees today. Okay, I got a call from my niece in Fargo. She says it's 40 below zero and the wind chill is at 60 below. So you better tell people where we're coming from. We're in Daytona Beach, Florida. That's why the temperature outside is 68 right now, just a balmy 68. We're so lucky, aren't we? Absolutely. Okay, got to give a shout out to our loyal sponsors, Daytona Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, for their support through the years. And uh, of course, their uh, both their facility, the Jeep facility and the Maserati facility, have a solar fit system to keep their overhead as low as possible, so they can uh, have the best value for their customers. And of course, I drive around in a Jeep with my bike on the back and take off every chance I get. So hats off to them. And uh, special thanks and congratulations. And way to go to our driver, Mr. Daniel Dye. He'll be driving full-time in the Craftsman NASCAR Truck Series this year and also 10 select races in the Xfinity races. So we're very, very uh, proud of that. And we're coming up with that in about 10 days, and I can't wait. I'm counting down the days to it. So anyway, thank everyone out there for supporting the Race to Stop Suicide. That's our passion, and you'll see it on Daniel's car driving all over the country. Please uh, help support that. Anyway, we've got a very special guest with us today. we got a guy that has just become one of our loyal customers. Uh, Gloria introduced me just recently to Bill Woods. Mr. Bill Woods, welcome to the show. Good day. Bill, you have that voice that's just so dynamic. I mean, it really is. <laughs> Bill, you're, you're out there in Latitudes Margaritaville. Yep, that's correct. And i, I got to tell you, we have, we've interviewed people. You would not even believe we've interviewed astronauts. We've interviewed people went around the world on the first uh, solar power plane, solar power boat. But I don't think there's anything as rewarding as talking to local people in this community that live in latitudes. So you got to tell us. You got to tell us where did you grow up to start with? Um, I grew up in uh, up in the Olympic Peninsula, the state of Washington, a little town called Port Angeles, about 80 miles west of Seattle. West of Seattle, I thought you were in the water. <laughs> <laughs> that's what most people, at least from the East Coast, think when you tell them that. They go, well, that's the middle of the ocean. But it's not really. It's probably the most beautiful place in the country as far as a place to live. And what about the weather? Oceans, mountains, snow in the winter. Kind of dreary, dreary though, from about October 1st till about June 1st. Cloudy, cool rain. So that's part of the reason why I'm no longer there. You know, it's really interesting. Every part of the United States has benefits in a certain amount of beauty, right? You're here in Florida. Even though it's flat, you go out to the ocean. It's like a step to the ocean. You go, man, this is beautiful. You go out to Colorado and the mountains, and you go out in the Pacific Northwest. Everything we all – but there's always that little something. Like Florida, we've got these things called hurricanes. <laughs> which I think you guys call them, what do you call them, cyclones out yeah, there or something? Yeah, they call them cyclones, typhoons. Typhoons. What's the difference between a typhoon and a cyclone? I don't have a clue. I remember Ford used to make a cyclone. You know, it's kind of funny is when they, the storm, after we moved down here a couple of years ago, and it was blowing, I don't know, 60 miles an hour and raining, and everybody's just like panicking. i like, this is like everyday occurrence <laughs> on the West Coast. So, I mean, it's not a big deal. Now, Gets up 100, 105, yeah, I may change my opinion. But. <laughs> That's right. And, Gloria, you're from uh, the 
Pacific Northwest. I have to be very, I want to say specific. I have to be careful here, right? That's correct. Pacific Northwest. All right. Well, you're very close to that microphone. I noticed that. <laughs> you, get, you get excited when you talk about your home, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and you're right. It is beautiful out there. It is absolutely gorgeous. The mountains and, you know, it's very majestic and uh, beautiful when the sun shines and tons of activities to do, boating and skiing and hiking and biking. It's uh, one of a little bit of everything. So who do you think, who do you know out there is listening to this broadcast today? Your sister? She's still out there, right? Your sister's not, they're all over here. They're just visiting, though, they're not full-time, right? Uh, Yeah, that's right. Uh, Well, actually, I still have, Terry Terry still lives out in the Pacific Northwest, so yeah. You think she's listening today? Probably. Hi, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Bill, getting back to you now. You grew up out there, were you born out there? Yeah. Okay, tell us us how you grew up and all that, how you got there. You know, I, it's probably no different than if you think about it. People that are born and raised down here, um, obviously the weather's a big impact. Um, I lived out in the peninsula out there area till in the early 80s, and then I actually moved to Portland, Oregon, uh, just for work. And I stayed there until I, we retired and moved down here. Okay. So what drew you down to this beautiful part of the country? Um, when I got time to think about where we were going to, I guess put down our final roots out, whatever. We wanted to get away from the gray, the cold, the wet of the winters. So we just kind of started around the country and started looking. We wanted to be somewhere close to a some sort of a body of water, whether it be the ocean, a big river, big lake, something like that. And so we just kind of just started checking off different things in different states. Some weren't you know, economically feasible for taxes or whatever. Um, so we just started picking states, and some we visited and decided we didn't really like those. So then we just kept moving around till we got to here and kind of said, okay, this is good. <laughs> then and my wife's 93-year-old mother still lives in Spring Hill over by Tampa. So. Okay, good. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I don't know what the percentage is, but a very high percentage of people in the United States live near the water. Right, and there's something about water that attracts us. Whatever it is, it's it, it's just a natural thing. Maybe we were years ago. We had fins, and we didn't know it. We came from the water. I don't know, but yeah. everyone wants to live by the water. Could be, could be. But growing up as a kid, you know, I lived on the right on the ocean, pretty much, and we had big lakes for boating and fishing and all that kind of stuff. And 25 minutes you could be in the mountain skiing so you had to kind of you know whatever you wanted and then portland kind of the same way you're living you know you got the columbia rivers there and the willamette you're an hour and a half drive to the coast to the pacific ocean an hour and a half you can be on the top of mount head skiing so it's the best of both worlds i'm getting jealous i really am and i love florida <laughs> but i love the mountains even more because i i came from a mountainous area in the adirondacks upstate new york so i'm okay. used to the mountains but i've been down here so long it just feels feels like home so what did you do up there what was your um profession basically i worked in transportation i was a truck driver for years and then i worked in the office as a dispatcher and then sales and finally became a logistics manager the last part of my career and so um i have friends that i built through work you know all over the country from just about pick a state almost in every state so and plus it afforded me some ability to travel and see most of the states i think there's a deal out there where they say that the average person has only ever been to eight states in their entire life um 
knock on wood, I can say I've been to 36. So it makes me feel pretty good. So I still got you know a few more to go, but I probably can knock those off in the next couple of years. Okay, where's the where's the next state you're going to go to? Um, I'll probably go back to Alaska again. Oh boy, I spent a couple of years up there working, driving for a couple of years. So I would like to go back as a tourist, not as a worker bee. Where did you live up there? Um, in Anchorage. In Anchorage. Yeah. But I want to get down into the Pana, catch a can, that whole Juneau area down in southeast and um, see a lot of that. It's not real accessible. It's either by water or by plane. That's how you get to it. So maybe take the Inland Cruise Passage or just fly in and spend some time. I have friends that live in both in Ketchikan and Juneau, so it'd be kind of good to see them again. Boy, that is it's a very, very exciting place to visit. Wouldn't want to work there year-round. I think that I think that it wouldn't be so much the cold that would bother me; it would be the darkness. The dark up north when you get in Anchorage from Anchorage north is yeah, it's, it can be miserable in the winter time. What was the name of the place? Oh, the Matanuska Valley, mm-hmm. right? Yep. They have the biggest vegetables in the world. Yep. I mean, I saw a carrot there. I thought it was a car. I had no idea you could eat this thing. <laughs> I've seen cabbages that are as big as your desk. I know it. It's crazy. <clears throat> they have so much water and they have so much sun. The sun is out like what, twenty hours a day? Oh, like it's that? twenty-three, twenty, almost twenty-four during the you know height of summer. Mackerel. Early summer. The first summer I was up there, it was kind of like, this is weird. You're going to bed at midnight and it's still broad daylight out. <laughs> But the wintertime kind of really is the opposite, you know. It maybe gets daylight for about an hour or two in the morning, and that's about it, or around noon. Other than that, it's pitch black all night long. How does your body adjust to that? Because when I was up there, um, I had a tent. I had an orange tent. And I went to go to sleep, and, and the first time I was up there, I said, man, what time does it get dark around here? It's like 9, 10, 11, 12, and I'm still putting a quarter of my eyes to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the way it is. It's but the winter time would that would drive you. It's crazy. the other way. It's yeah. the other way around, and that there's a lot of people who live up there. They get you know they have mental health issues because of that. They just can't deal with the lack of sun. So it's not a good place for a lot of people. But yeah. if you like the outdoors, if you like hiking and boating and things like that, it's and fishing and hunting and whatever. Yeah, it's it's a great place to live. Yeah, there's so many so many things to do. Now you were telling me earlier that your wife was in the military for many many years. Yeah. Um, she was. She spent 20 years in the Air Force. Um, she's a psychiatric nurse. So, but the funny part of that was she joined the Air Force out of college and never left the state of Texas. Wow. Well, thank her for her service, if you will. For I this will. Place. That's very special. But yeah, that is that is cool. How many years was she in? Uh, 20. 20 years. Holy mm-hmm. smoke! That is amazing. Yep. <laughs> and, and she's a nurse. Is she, is she retired? Yeah, she's retired now. <laughs> so the. COVID thing, like a lot of people in the medical profession, COVID kind of took it out of them. So she was kind of done when it was over. So now she's enjoying life over there in latitudes. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me about a typical day. She's probably not going to listen to us. No, I'm sure she's not. (laughs) (laughs) Typical day can be anything, you know. um, You can go to the pool every day. There's always some activity going on within the community. Lots of pickleball if you if that's if you like pickleball, um, all kinds of arts and crafts clubs they have going on that you can belong to or do. In the evenings, there's something every night, whether it's bingo or karaoke or live music at the band shell. Neighborhood neighborhood pop up parties that are constantly going on almost every day. 
Boy, that sounds miserable. Yes, yeah, it, it is a tough life, and I'm trying to adjust to it, but somebody's got to do it. You know? I'll tell you, we have folks living in, listening in from all over the world, and they're going, what? where is this place? You know, I don't know if we should give the address because it's going to be so – we have enough problem with traffic now. Yeah, you know, no just, kidding. We don't want it anymore. We need about 12 roads built right away, right past that area because there's so much going on. What's your wife's name? Uh, Jana. Jana. Well, Jana – Thank you again for your service, and thanks for uh, taking good care of Bill. And uh, please win some money at, uh, at Bingo. He needs a ride. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what else do you do now? So you also um, you also uh, uh, operate like a, a, a golf cart business, right? Well, I work at a, for a golf cart dealer here in Daytona, and um, our little sales store is right next to the Margaritaville Latitudes development. So that kind of gives us a closed amount of um, – Customers, you know, right there, so that's kind of nice. But yet, we serve, do service customers from Jacksonville all the way to Miami and all the way to Tampa. So um, we have five stores all throughout the state. So it's 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 a good business. It's a good kind of a part time gig just to have fun, meet people, and make a couple extra bucks while I'm at it. Well, golf carts are just fun. They just there's there's no other way to say it. You know, you get in this thing and you're in the open air and you're going at a decent speed, so that you've got some air going by you. And it's, that you're outside. What, what kind of golf cars? What's the um, we carry uh, icons, gorillas, epics, club cars, Yamahas. Holy man! Um, so we have five product lines, and we have a new one coming um, after the first of March. I don't know if I'm supposed to say who it is or what it is. So I better not do that. It's up to the boss. Okay, this is highly secretive. Do not bring it up again, Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you can do it after March. There you go. March. March, we'll have another segment. We will introduce the, we're not going to tell you what it is yet, but it's <laughs> going to be fun. Well, I, I think that's just a, a fun job to have. And, you know, you get you meet some interesting people. And who wouldn't want a golf cart? Well, you know, when you live in a gated community like we do, like I do, it's it's great because you don't have to take your car out very much. So I think I had my car serviced today, actually, at the dealer, and I drove a whopping 3,000 miles in six months. Holy kamoko. In my car. What kind of car do you have? Uh, Subaru. A Subaru. They're very dependable. It's supposed to be safe, too, right? Yep. One of the best safety cars out there, I think. Yeah, that's good. Well, Gloria, you haven't said much, and you look like you're a little sleep over there, so come on over by the mic and, and chime in here, will you? <laughs> Okie dokie. She's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those little uh, golf carts out there are pretty amazing. They, uh, you you find all different kinds, and some of them look just like a little car, and they've got little covers. So if it's raining, they just take the covers and and put them down. And they've got a dog park over there, and people are always walking their dogs and taking their dogs to the dog park. So it's it's a very very active place, and lots of golf carts. <laughs> Yeah, very, very special place. Gosh, you know what, folks? We're up against a break. We're going to take a short break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi, folks. Bill Gallagher with SolarFit here. Have you ever thought about utilizing solar power for your home or business? Well, there's never been a better time to plug into the sun and stop renting electricity. How would you like to let your roof start paying you each month? Give us a call at 445-7606, that's 445-7606, or visit us at SolarFit.com and set yourself free. SolarFit your life and set yourself free with the sun's free energy. 
Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Solar Fit Renewable Energy Show. Bill Gallagher and my wig woman. Gloria Edson. With our friend, Mr. Bill Woods. Bill, welcome back to the show. Hello. That was very interesting coming from the Pacific Northwest <clears throat> and all the way down here. And I know you told me the story of, of how you only had a few days to shop and you went back and forth. And something about latitudes drew your attention. And I, I can imagine. We'll talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah, when we first came down and looked over, you know, we look over and we were looking around the different spots in the country and then we went back to the northwest you know our vacation was over and kicked it around all winter and then we came back down and spent four days um they have a program that they had a program then it was called play stay and play so we just kind of hung out lived on property had all the privileges that if we had been owners um as far as getting into different things and uh that's when we made up our mind and as the old saying goes we drank the kool-aid and wrote the check <laughs> well i think you made the right decision there there's so much going on it's incredible and uh well we we, we got to talk a little bit about solar since this is a renewable energy show how did you get hooked up with gloria and decide to do solar um it's kind of funny you know i mean i we had looked at a solar program when we lived back in oregon and it just wasn't feasible at that time. Besides, they wanted me to cut down half of my trees in my yard, and I told them no. So um, then we came down here, and we kind of thought about it. We just didn't really do much about it. And then one of my neighbors up around the street, um, he had a deal put in here a while back that SolarFit did. And I was talking to him about it in one day, and I, he told me, I go, so how much money are you really saving on your FPL bill? He goes, my bill last month was 65 bucks. And before, he'd been paying close to $300 a month because they have a pool and they were heating their pool. So I thought, hmm, that doesn't sound, maybe I should look into this some more. So I started looking around, and then one of my other neighbors, they had talked to Gloria, and so they showed me all their stuff, and I said, well, maybe I really need to seriously think about this. So we looked it over. She came over, presented the program and how it would benefit us. You know, the big thing it does not you know, benefit the environment also, and... If I can cut my power bill down to 50 bucks a month, I'm going to be one happy camper. Wow. That, that is getting more and more important, isn't it, to try to, try to save money. And the thing that, that I – one of the things I like most about solar is that being – we're all kind of independent, right? We're independent. We're It's okay to rent electricity if you're renting your home, but if you own your home and you can make your electricity, that's like yeah. – the ultimate of cool <laughs> it's almost like you know living off the grid but not quite yeah yeah well we love our friends at the utility company and uh, we're glad that we're partnering with them but we want our customers to be able to make their own energy we just think that that is like major cool and i think gloria i mean i, I don't know she has so many customers in there now oh before i forget we're having a uh, uh, customer appreciation event uh, in the march 9th gloria is that right uh at bicentennial park and we're going to have our friends that have the best barbecue business and sauce ever uh, come there and, and uh, kind of help us out. Uh, nice. Treating people. And I'm telling you, this this sauce is like killer sauce. They're located out at One Daytona, right across from the uh, racetrack. If you get a chance to go out there, stop in and see them. They have some of the most awesome grills. I mean, everybody likes grilling. These things are, like, really, really nice. So we're going to have them come out and maybe some of our other partners. But it's going to be an appreciation uh, day for uh, the people at Latitudes for all the, you know, goodwill they've given us through just a very short period of time. Gosh, they've only been there, what, two or three years or so? Yeah. So how many customers do you have in there now, Gloria? 
Oh, about 70. 70. That's pretty darn good. Yeah, about 70 customers. So how many you got left? Uh, a lot. <laughs> Six or 700. How many? How many uh, there's right 30, there? there'll be 3,800 homes, I think, when it's all done. 3,800 homes. Yeah. Lord, you got to get going there, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you may have to work Saturday morning. <laughs> what? Anyway, they're just just really cool people. We we are we are so blessed in this business to have folks that that become our friends. It's not just a customer; it's like a lifetime friends for for years. We have people walk in here and say, "You know, uh, you get a system for us thirty two years ago. Thirty two years ago, I, I don't think I was that old." But anyway, so Gloria says, "You know, the people are looking at you like you're getting old." Since she told me the other day, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> they say, so how long are you going to stay in the business? Well, fortunately, my daughter is running the business. She's in the other room, and she's a licensed solar contractor as well. So she, that's the case I tip over. She's going to take over along with Gloria's help. What do you think? I think that sounds good. <laughs> I think that sounds good. Anyway, so when you were up north, you were thinking about solar, and the fellow was telling you about cut the trees, and you sent him packing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, I, we had, like, a lot of big oak trees and fir trees and everything on our property and there was three great big oaks in my in the yard around the house and he said those had to come out and i just said no because they were 100 plus year old red oaks and i was not going to take those trees out no matter what oh gosh you know you were, you were telling us a little bit before we started the broadcast of uh you know you had some other folks you were thinking about solar and you did your research which is due diligence folks is Check with a better business bureau. Right? Yep. Talk to talk about that yep. a little bit. I talked to uh, had a couple other people I had been talking to, and I had one guy, one company that I was going to have them come out and do a, do a plan and an estimate. And then I, as I did my research after I originally talked to them, I found that they did not have very good ratings on the Better Business Bureau. Um, I basically emailed them back and said, "You know what? Don't bother. I've done I've done some research. I don't have a good feeling about this." And, of course, they tried to tell me how great they were and blah, blah, And I said, no, don't even bother because I trust more what the Better Business Bureau says than what a review you're going to find on Google or wherever. So, right. Well, we always suggest that people sh- shop, make sure they don't get caught in a, in a melee with all the stuff that's coming down. There's so much uh, interest in solar in the state of Florida that it's drawing a lot of people uh, brand new to the industry, and we don't want have people – practicing on a roof we right people, exactly you know we have uh, twenty six thousand systems we already practice on so we don't we're good by now you know, but, but uh and thank goodness for gloria she's she has so many customers through the year she's been gosh who the heck knows gloria who the heck knows i do know i have a few that's got a few from so, here to jacksonville so what, what are some of the other developments like uh plantation bay you have over 300 something like that or a plantation bay yep and breakaway and halifax plantation um those are the main ones palm coast a lot in the palm coast area and then some in jacksonville st augustine a lot in st augustine yeah. and jacksonville so if you're driving by any of these developments and you see a red carpet out there, you know that Gloria is inside the development. <laughs> the red carpet is out. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So what's uh, what do you do for, for fun? Bill, um, I don't know. I try to get a couple rounds of golf in at least a week, if if not more. But work sometimes interferes or weather or whatever. I'm, I'm kind of a fair weather guy. I'm not going to go and play in the, too much pouring down rain. Getting caught in it's one thing, but... To start in the rain, I have too many years of doing that in the Northwest. Um, other than that, you know, we like to travel, do a little bit of travel, um, different places. Uh, we spent 
20 days in Europe last last fall, so that was kind of a big vacation for us that we hadn't been in a long time. And, and uh, there's just a lot of other things we want to do. It's nice living here. There's a lot of different things that we've you know have never seen, been around. Like I said, we have I have a lot of friends that live in the southeast part of the U.S. Um, that I had from my work days, so they're all not too far away. We might you know go do some visiting up there. She's got some ex-military friends that live around the oh, area, boy. so yeah. But when you go to Europe this year, you'll have the app on your phone that'll be able you'll be able to look at it and see how much energy the system's producing. And because you're not here burning that energy, the meter is going to be spinning backwards, and you're going to send that energy back to the utility company, and it's a big bank. So That's you what back. I'm waiting for. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> look, look, honey. Hey, Jana, look at how much money we made today. This, <laughs> and you say, wait a minute. You see that? At 1 o'clock, there was a cloud went right over our house. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's a, be kind of the fun part to see how that really works. I'm not totally clear on the buyback and the sellback or however whatever you want to do with that, but I'm sure that um, I'll get educated on that pretty quick here soon. Yeah, Gloria's really good at the tutorials, the Gloria tutorial. Say that fast three times. Yeah. yeah. I definitely want to make sure my customers know how to use their phones and, you know, it makes sense uh, because they're, they're, it's, it's a lot of fun once you start to utilizing the app. And I have a number of customers in there that uh, are, are so tied to that app that they, uh, when a, you know, they'll check the weather and they chart everything. So it's kind of fun when I go to visit with them because they've got everything charted for almost a year. Wow. Yeah, I'm not quite that. Yeah, I'm not probably detailed. not going to be that detailed. <laughs> yeah, we caution people from, from watching their phones all the time. But do not do it when you're driving. Yeah, okay, folks, yep. do not look at your solar app when you're driving. Once you stop, though, it'd be fun. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yes. So where do you golf? Um, they played LPGA. Played down here at uh, Daytona Municipal. So that's a nice little course. Uh, LPGA is really nice because it's convenient. It's just four-minute drive from our house, so it's not too bad. We have a group of guys we play together at least once a week. Um, one of our things, like next week, the ladies are all having a Galentine's Day party on Tuesday, so we're hitting the links first thing in the morning and get home. Eh, we might get back by five, maybe, but who knows. Is that gallon because they drink a gallon of something? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a lot of that. <laughs> I think there's already two cases of uh, uh, of champagne in my garage. Oh, so anyway, and what was your address again, Bill? No, I'm just kidding. Hey, yeah, I, we we had this event what two weeks ago now, and I was for latitudes. And man, I'll tell you, the number of people showed up was unbelievable. They said it was the largest crowd that they had for a seminar, lunch and learn, right? So anyway, I was asking. I said, well, somebody tell me why every appointment Gloria has starts at four thirty and ends at seven? And I think is that happy hour around here? They go, yeah. That's it. That, now it's it. So I'm going to go on every appointment with Gloria because it's happy hour. <laughs> Probably most of those happy hours started about noon. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm a little late. <laughs> we went to one out there, Gloria. Was it with Mary Ann? What was that? Mary Ann Wolf. Okay, come a little closer. Come yeah, a little Mary, bit closer. Mary Ann Wolf had. They were celebrating uh, four birthdays in her neighborhood, and they decided to have a big bash for the birthday people and uh, they had shots so each birthday person had an idea uh, decided on what shot they wanted everybody to have and then they had a live band 
and they had what do you call that where they tossed the little bag? Uh, oh, cornhole. Cornhole. They did cornhole, and then they had line dancing in the street. So it was quite wild. That was the best part. I haven't done that in so long, but it really brought back memories. I'm really good at that. No, not really. But it was, it was just it was just so much fun. I couldn't believe. It. I go, wait a minute. They do this every week. Uh, I don't know, but I, it was a lot of fun, and everybody had a great time, and uh, that that it was interesting, definitely. <laughs> so they were like Jello shots or something, right? But, uh, I think it was whatever that person wanted. And they put them in a little cup, and then they would uh, celebrate. Everybody would celebrate their birthday, and they'd all raise to the birthday person, and then they'd stop and and sing and dance and and do their little thing, and then they'd come back about a half hour later and celebrate the second person's birthday. So by the time you were done, you had enough uh, little shots that you were feeling it for sure. (laughs) I wonder how Governor DeSantis is going to feel about them shutting down I-95 going north. Everybody's coming to Florida. When they hear this, there's no reason to have just open up all the lanes, just come down here. But is there any chance of Florida breaking off and floating away? I, mean, I think there's 1,500 people a day coming into Florida. By gosh, we know why, and I think we've given, given that away. Bill, we're almost out of time. Thank you so much, my friend, for coming in. That was so much fun. It was a pleasure. And we're looking forward to helping you reduce that electric bill and uh, getting you on the app, right, Gloria? There you Absolutely. Go. Okay. All right, folks, we're going to sign off for now. Please, in the next couple weeks, if you're anywhere in the Daytona Beach area, stop by the Speedway and visit us and watch Daniel race to the front of the field for the race to top suicide. We're going to sign off for now. Have a good one. Bye. 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 SolarFit Renewable Energy Radio Show paid for by SolarFit.